Thank you, Brother Foster. Thank each and every one of you. So glad that you have chosen to come back out this evening. And I'm thinking about the lesson from this morning when the people testified unto Joshua. They said, we will serve the Lord. But anyway, we move on. We, we, we serve and work with who we have. And most importantly, we keep God in the forefront. And we know with God's help, all things can be accomplished and everything will be all right. Amen. Amen. He haven't brought us this far to drop us off this evening. Very simple message. Very simple message uh, found in verse 41. The verse says, then they that gladly received his word were baptized and the same day. There were added unto them about 3,000 souls. The Bible said, then they that gladly, gladly, gladly receive his word. They that heard the preaching of Peter and recognized what was available through the preaching of that gospel sermon. The Bible said they that gladly received. In other words, it wasn't forced upon them. Nobody pressured them to obey it. They saw a benefit. They saw a benefit of obeying and receiving this gift of salvation that came through the preaching of the gospel. Now, they that gladly received it. When you gladly receive something, there's usually an acknowledgement of appreciation. And the reason why that's so important, because, see, when you're made to do something, you don't really give your whole heart into doing whatever it is you're doing. But when you gladly receive something, when something is of a free will and you Freely receive it. There is much more appreciation in receiving what you did. And the Bible said, then they that gladly received this word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And based upon the gladness, based upon the appreciation of the word that they received. Verse 42 said, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayer. They weren't made to do it. They chose to do it. They found joy in doing it. They served a purpose in doing it. But it all began first with the frame of mind of being Glad about what they heard. And because there was an appreciation for what they heard, they weren't forced to do anything else as we read down the line. The Bible says, and fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together. 
together. Their gladness brought about unity of working together and serving in one accord, not feeling forced. Well, I feel this is a task I have to do. Some people see coming to worship on Sunday as a task. And that's why they can't get any joy out of it. That's why when you look out in the audience, some folks looking all stone face. Because, see, they have missed the whole point of why they're here. You're here as a privilege. It's not a task for you. God, let me say this. God don't even want what you've got to offer if you're not offering it in the right attitude, in the right spirit. That includes your money. Let me say that again to make sure you heard me correct. He don't even want your money if you're not offering it and giving it in the right spirit with the right attitude. Because, see, here's the thing people fail to uh, understand. God don't need us. We need God. Let me say that again. God don't need us. He don't need you. He don't need me. We need him. The church was here long before any of us. And his church will stand. If all of us were wiped out and blown up right now, the church of Christ would still stand and move on. Locust Grove might not be here, but the church as a whole will continue. It begins with the attitude, folks. What's your attitude? What's your attitude? You you became a Christian. Why? See, maybe we need to go back and ask ourselves, why did I get baptized? Why did I become a member of the Church of Christ? Do I really want to be a part of this? Because, see, if the attitude ain't right, nothing else is going to be right. That's why people can't find joy in worshiping God and serving God anymore because their attitude is wrong. The Bible said these people found gladness when they heard the preaching of the gospel. God's people used to be excited. And they used, it used to stir up their spirit and their soul when they heard the preaching. But now, look, look at the response of people. Look at people's response to the preaching of the gospel. Everybody's just looking for something else. But folks, the Bible said it's through the preaching of the gospel is what saves Faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. Not other, not other entertainment, but through the preaching, the word of God. Check your attitude. Check your attitude. These people were glad to hear the message, even though it may have, it may have cut them left and right. But you know what? It cut them to the point that they said, I can find healing and I can find refuge in what I'm about to obey. And you know what? They said that they gladly, they continued in uh, Bible studies. They continued in fellowship. They continued breaking of bread. 
It brought about a closeness among the people. But it began with what attitude did they have? It says that they were all in one accord. Amen. Right? It goes on to talk about they sold their possession, verse 45, and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat and with what? Gladness and singleness and heart. Folks, coming to worship God on Sunday shouldn't be a task. This is a privilege. And we should be glad. We should be thrilled that God would even allow us to come together to acknowledge him and sing these praises and, 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 and offer these uh, prayers unto him. When you stop and consider what all he does for us every day. Amen. This isn't a task. Folks say, well, I heard one sermon today. Let me tell you something. You be, be careful hanging around a person that say that. Be careful hanging around a person that say that. Amen. Because, see, to be honest, you could sit here to midnight if somebody was going to preach that long. And you know what? It still ain't enough. It still ain't enough in comparison to what the devil is going to bring at you this week. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's why we're told, you know what? Deal with life one day at a time. Because sufficient unto today is enough that we got to deal with. Because Satan, like what? Like a roaring what? Lion. lion. The lion is still king. He's still king of the jungle. He's still a bad man. A bad beast. Amen. He's still bad. And the Bible said, like a roaring lion. When the lion roars, other animals tremble. When the lion roars, animals check themselves to make sure they're in a place of safety. The Bible said, Satan is like a roaring lion. And you, you ever seen a lion attack a wildebeest or a zebra <coughs> and, and bring them out? They just tear into them. They just ripped them apart. All kind of organs, their organs just come out and everything and they just bite into them. They, usually they go to the throat and they just rip the throat open. The word of God is telling us that's what Satan would do to us. Amen. 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 But for some reason, some of us think Satan can't be that evil. He can't be that bad. He can't be that bad. Well, I guess Jesus lied then. Because Jesus said he came to steal, kill, and to destroy. Amen. And look at the parallel comparison. Like a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may what? Fellowship with? The Bible said he's seeking whom he may devour. He's looking to kill you. 
Amen. He's looking to kill me. That's right. Do we get that? Yeah. But we, we are told that, look, you stay in this, you stay under this umbrella of fellowship. You stay under this umbrella of one accord. You stay in the church. You have protection. You have protection from that line. Amen. But folks sometimes tend to turn their nose up and they feel, hey, I'm, I'm tired of doing this church thing and I'm going to venture off and do my own thing. And guess what? These are some of the same ones you find like when the lions attack a pack of wildebeest or a zebra, they always try to separate one. And as soon as one gets separated, you know, what's, you know what happens after that? Meal time. Meal time. And the same people who try to play down that coming to worship, coming to worship God, Assembling with the other saints isn't that big of a deal. These are some of the main ones who have the most complaints and the worst attitude about the church. Amen. We owe God better than that. Amen. We owe him better. These people that we read about in Acts 2, they gladly received the word. They were happy because they were dead in their sins. Weren't we? Weren't we? According to Ephesians 2, we were. But then it goes on to say, but God, right? Well, if God did a but and brought us back to life, gave us another chance and opportunity, shouldn't we be glad? Shouldn't we be glad? So we, we, need, we need to spread that to some other members who feel doing other things on Sundays is more important. No, evidently they lost their focus. They lost it. They have lost their focus on this wonderful privilege that God has extended for them to come and worship him. In comparison to all the blessings and the grace and the mercy that he showed upon them every day that he waked them up. I read somewhere it said, I was glad Amen. when they said unto me, let us go where? To the house of the Lord. I'm still glad. I don't know about you, but I'm still glad. And I'm going to be even happier when that trumpet sound or when I breathe my last breath. But one thing for sure, if I'm not happy about coming to it down here, you ain't got to worry about going to the one up above. Because if you can't understand and get the joy and understanding down here, it ain't nothing for you to learn up there. Heaven is a prepared place. It ain't for you to go up there and learn about heaven. Amen. You've got to learn about it down here Amen. to get there. Right. To get there, you have already proven and learned what you need to know. Amen. You ain't going up there on no apprenticeship uh, training program to learn anything. That's right. You know what your role is when you get up there. It's to praise God Almighty. 
You ain't going up there to learn nothing. Well, when I get to heaven, I can learn her. No, you ain't going to learn nothing because you ain't going to get there. That's, right. That's why it said, be ye ready. You prepare yourself now. Heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. Get yourself ready now. Don't let other people allow you to steal from God and take away the praises you would have given unto him because they want to do other stuff. Get yourself right. Keep yourself right. So when you die right, you can get up right. And when you get up right, it's going to be all right. Amen. Folks talking about I get to heaven. I, I, I learn. I do. Ain't, ain't no learning up there. It's all about doing. You're learning now. You avail yourself to learn now so that you can know and you can be ready. Amen. That's my lesson for this evening. Folks, watch your attitude. Check your attitude. And if others don't want to change theirs, you know what? You don't need to be around. Amen. It's just that simple. Amen. Don't let other people contag contagious attitude, negative, their negativity pour over on you and cause you to lose sight and purpose and the joy of why God chose you to give praises unto him and to acknowledge him the way that you did when you first obeyed the gospel. If you're here today and you haven't put Christ on in baptism, Bible teaches us one must hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized for the remission of their sin to become a Christian as outlined and described in the scriptures. For us who are members, as I said this morning, we need to look within ourselves. We need to examine ourselves to see if we are truly in the faith, and some of us need to put aside those other gods because you can't serve this one and serve other gods at the same time because this one is a holy God, a jealous God. And you know what? And he will hurt you. Amen. That's the word. What's our song? 98. Oh. I surrender all. 98 is our invitation song. Let us together stand and let us sing.